Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Matt Hubbard out in San Diego, and you're listening to Cairo Candy with Billy Sticker. You're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Now, here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey, guys, Billy Sticker here. This is episode number 81 of Cairo Candy. And um, the past couple of episodes, I've mentioned some Facebook training that I've been working on. And if you're on the email list uh, over the past week or so, you should have received a couple of emails asking questions, kind of giving you a heads up on what the Facebook training was going to cover and then finding out information from you guys, um, you know, other questions that you had that you may want answered. And I want to thank you. I've had tons and tons, uh, a lot bigger response to that than what I was expecting to get. A lot of people had some great great questions, um, and I was able to finish all of the training today. It's um, it's really good. As a matter of fact, I'm calling it the ultimate Facebook marketing training. So it's really good, great information. You're actually going to be able to find the link to the uh, training, to the webinar, slash masterclass, um, for the show notes for this episode. Go to chirocandy.com forward slash zero eight one and today on the show with us we have the founder of the remarkable practice dr stephen franson a uh, great guy actually dr matt hubbard had recommended me reach out to him to have him uh, on the show for you guys and it's a great interview uh, a lot of um a lot of value, and I, I know you're going to find some uh, some motivation and some great keys, some stuff that you can implement in your practice as soon as possible. So let's go ahead and get on over here. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Dr. Stephen Franson to the show. How are you? Hey, Billy. I'm fantastic. Thank you. Man, I'm really, really excited to connect. So where are you right now? Where are we reaching you? Um, I'm in... Let's see. I'm in the home office. <laughs> I'm actually invading my beautiful wife's home office. Okay. I usually come out of my studio in the basement of our home, but uh, I'm in Hampton, New Hampshire, uh, in the beautiful northeast part of the country, uh, and we are enjoying just a glorious autumn. This is uh, what we call our Indian summer going on right now, so everybody is in a really good mood coming off of a gorgeous summer, and we're just kind of hunkering down, getting ready for the New England winter. Yeah, well, good stuff. So tell us a little bit about your backstory. Why chiropractic? Uh, so my backstory goes way back. It goes back to when I was about 10 years old. Um, I had what I call the worst, best thing that's ever happened to me, which was my best friend died of cancer. Uh, and in this process of uh, taking care of my best friend through his dying process, it really turned the lights on in the room for me around what was really important in my life. Um, I learned the importance of faith uh, and friendship and family, and I got to see all of these things, uh, uh, um, a lot of things that a 10-year-old usually probably isn't exposed to. Uh, but one thing that definitely um, made an impression on me or an imprint on my nervous system was the importance of health and how critical our health is and you know the, the big aha sort of wake-up moment for me um, came when my friend Patrick passed away, when he died after, you know, everything the medical world could do to try to help save this kid. Uh, it made me just start asking better questions around, you know, the treatment protocols and the treatment pro process that he went through, watching his body just basically get poisoned and fall apart. 
uh, it just it tweaked me and it changed me and my perspective on the body, on health and on life, and uh, you know pretty much set me on a path. Uh, fast forward in my life, um, I was in college and um, grew up as an athlete. I was really fascinated with the body and fitness and health and wellness. I thought I wanted to be in sports medicine. Um, got injured as an athlete uh, and actually damaged my shoulder. And it was my dad that made me go and see his chiropractor uh, in my Christmas break in my last year in college. Now I was studying in the medical world and they were teaching me how there was nothing else that could be done. You know, they had done the drugs and they had, they told me I had done my therapy and now it was time for surgery and I was all done with my sports and, uh, and surfing and weightlifting and all these other elements. And that made my life, my life. And it was the chiropractor who actually turned me around. Uh, and you know, he had to put up with me, the educated skeptic. And right. you know, he sat me down and basically <clears throat> said, your shoulder problem is starts as a neck problem. And once he corrected my cervical spine, it would restore the nerve supply to my shoulder. Then we could work on getting my shoulder back. And, you know, I kind of rolled my eyes and said, Hey, I got, I got a month to burn. <laughs> and, uh, this guy just tolerated me. He put up with me. And, he, and as he was working with me and I was getting results, I started to listen to him and I became available to him. And, uh, you know, he shared the truth with me. He shared the truth around how your body really works and how your body really heals. And as I got my shoulder back and I got my health back and got my function back at 20 years old, that's like getting your life back, right? So uh, that was that was the, the beginning of it all for me. You know, it was, it was no looking back at that point. And I, I'll tell you the thing that really made the impression on me was – um, how enthusiastic this guy was about his work and how much he loved his work. And for me, that was really unique as a, a, to see a, a grown man who loved his work and talked openly about how excited he was about his work. And I always bring that up because I want to encourage chiropractors to do that, to speak into people, speak into your patients, especially young people. And that means a lot when they see somebody who's on purpose and passionate about their work and loves their life and loves their work. That was enough for me to stop, give pause, and really look into chiropractic. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. So is that where you're from, that area of New Hampshire? Uh, yeah, I'm from just north of Boston. Um, okay. And our practice is actually just north of Boston. Uh, and um, yeah, we actually live up on the seacoast up in New Hampshire because I'm a surfer. Uh, so I want to live, you know, where the best surf in the world is, which is in New Hampshire. <laughs> so we live on the, uh, we live on the beach uh, in, in New Hampshire. Because I say you should live where you play because you'll always drive to work. So we drive about an hour down to the uh, down to the practice. That's pretty good. I've never heard that before. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, always so, live where you play. Yeah. So um, in practice, what are what are some of the things? I know that you guys have, um, you know, the remarkable practice. Uh, what are some of the struggles that, that you see uh, in that a lot of chiropractors are struggling with and you know, just what's some value that you can give the docs listening to help them get to that next level in practice? Uh, well, what I what I see most commonly, I mean, I've been in practice now for over twenty years. Uh, we've had our own practice for twenty years. Been in practice for about twenty three years. Um, what I see most commonly is chiropractors getting stuck. You know, they get stuck where they are. You know, whether they're stuck at 100 a week or they're stuck at 300 a week or they're stuck at 500 a week or what have you. I usually, I show up and as a coach, I look at a practice uh, like you'd look at an engine. Um, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a gearhead. I love cars. I love fast cars, right? So when a mechanic looks at an engine, 
he knows that the engine has a certain amount of horsepower in it, right? And it can produce, it has capacity to certain to, to produce a certain amount of horsepower. And uh, so when you look at that engine, you say, how much horsepower can we get out of this thing if it has the capacity to deliver 435 horses to the back tire, to the ground? Not many engines actually deliver that to the ground. There's usually something that's interfering with that, right? So what they look at when they tune an engine is, is it an airflow issue? Is it a is, it, is there not enough air getting into the engine to create combustion? Is it a fuel quality engine? Is the mixture off? It's too lean or too rich? Is there a back pressure? There's, there's something, this exhaust can't get out of the engine, so it's the back pressure is, is robbing horsepower. Or is there friction and rubs and this heat buildup and you're losing horsepower because of that, right? So a good mechanic looks at an engine and doesn't say, we need to get rid of the engine, let's get a new one in here. It's the good mechanic looks at an engine and says, we can get more horsepower out of this thing. Where's the rubs? Where's the airflow issue? Where's the exhaust backup, right? And that's the same way I look at a chiropractor or a chiropractic practice. It's an engine and it has a certain capacity, capability to serve the masses. And when, in, and when there's rubs and friction and back pressure and airflow uh, you know, issues, that practice is just underperforming. So it's really about tuning the engine, right? So when I look at a chiropractic practice, I always feel like I'm tuning an engine and making sure that all those elements are, com are you know, combining into helping the practice reach its potential. So it's usually not just one thing, I'll tell you, Billy. It's usually tweaking here, there, and everywhere. And then that's a continuous process. Just like in a race, they take pit stops, and you're constantly tuning and tweaking that engine to find that horsepower, right? You know, when you look at a practice itself, there's essentially three domains to every practice, right? There's attraction, there's conversion, and there's retention, right? That's the chiropractic practice. I like to say that that's the chiropractic business. And we're in the business of saving lives, right? So when business is good, everybody wins. So when you start looking at your practice like it's a business, you need to categorically look across those domains. Attraction, which is your marketing and promotions and attracting potential new patients into your practice. It's conversion, taking those potential new patients and converting them into active ideal new patients. And then it's retention, which is simply collecting ideal new patients, right? Attraction, conversion, and retention. And if you're familiar with my work, the premise of my work is that your attraction is a reflection of your certainty and your conversion is a reflection of your conviction and your retention is a reflection of your clarity. So when I look at that certainty, conviction and clarity, I show up and tune that engine first from that top level perspective. Is this a certainty issue? Is this a clarity issue or is this a conviction issue? And we drill down with that doctor from there. Everything beyond that, you get really super practical and tactical. So the sticking points start to manifest when a person has a level of rub, friction, or breakdown in any of those three categories. That's really good. Thanks, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm taking taking some notes here. <laughs> it's always a good sign when the host is taking notes. Yes. So, uh, uh, and there's, there's a fourth category that's worth talking about as well, something that I'm really passionate about, and that's team building. Okay, so you know my moniker is a systems guy, right? So right. I'm into creating systems for everything. I want a system of attraction for for attracting new patients. I want a conversion systems that should be airtight for day one, two, three, converting those new patients, and retention systems to make sure that you're you're automatically creating clarity and value around the benefit of continued chiropractic care. All of these things should be in systems and not left to chance, right? The same can be said for team building. It's so critically important that chiropractors get over the old broken model. Like there's a broken model that so many chiropractors practice under, and that is you have to be a superstar at attraction, conversion, and retention in order to be successful. 
you know, and there's a few examples of that out in the community, right? When you look around the chiropractic community, you see the chiropractors that are 500, 600, 800,000 a week or more. And these guys are what we call unicorns, right? They're, they're good at everything, right? They're good at attraction. They're good at conversion. They're good at retention, right? And they have massive practices because of that. Now, for the other 95% of chiropractors, they look at that. And although they're inspired by that, they can be disheartened by that at the same time because they're like, oh, my gosh, I have to be great at attraction, which is marketing and sales and new business development and conversion, which, again, is sales and being able to be a, a, a somebody who's able to take a person and make strong, empathetic connection, build trust quickly and drive great salesmanship through a process where somebody has to make a four month, 12 month commitment, spend two, three, five thousand dollars, you name it, and they just met you. That's a sales process. That's a skill set. That's a talent. And then retention, which is somebody who's great at delivering great care, building great clarity through patient education, building great relationships, et cetera. Those in the real world, and I say that with love, in the real world of business, those are three separate people, right? In fact, they're usually three separate departments. And in chiropractic, we expect that the doctors are able to be the person, he or she's got to be excellent, all three of those, to, to be successful in today's model, uh, in, in today's marketplace. And frankly, I think that's a broken model. And it's really just drained a lot of chiropractors and it's pulled the thrill of practice and it's, and, and it's exhausted and burnt out a lot of chiropractors. Instead, I say build a great team and recognize that you might not be that person who's in charge of attraction and conversion and sales. Maybe, maybe you're the, the caregiver that loves to c collect and gather ideal new patients. Surround yourself with experts who are hardwired to be successful at being high extroverts, high energy going out into the community and generating new business and converting those people to care. And, and surround yourself with people that have that level of talent or expertise. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you are that doctor that's like, are you kidding me? I love being out there. Put me out in front of the room. I'll make it rain. I'll convert people. I just don't want to be bogged down with having to take care of everybody all the time because then I don't get out into the community because I've built this practice that now holds me hostage because I'm taking care of people all day long. So it's got to be all about building that community, build that team of people that will help you serve the masses. That's the future for chiropractic. And that's really how we're going to get break through this 4% or 5% of the world's population that we take care of or the country's population. I think we can really take it to 35 40% quickly if we embrace the truth around how to really run the chiropractic office as a business. Because, again, we're in the business of saving lives. <clears throat> Playing the devil's advocate here, you know, I'm a doc. I'm listening. I'm seeing – it's amazing how many docs out there are seeing less than 100 a week. That's right. Uh, but there, there's a lot of them, and they're struggling. And they're thinking right now, okay, all this sounds good. I can barely afford my CA. What do you, what do you say to that guy? Well, you know, truth be told, there's a whole spectrum of where doctors find themselves today, okay? And ultimately, you start where you're at, okay? So find yourself where you're at and get your footing and be able to say, what can, what can I do? And put together a timeline that says, here's my game plan. I've got a three-year plan, and I'm going to build my team up around me. And this is what, I, what is possible for me. This is what I can do. This is where I can get some traction right now. So in the categories of attraction, conversion, and retention, dig in in the area where you're really good, where you're hardwired to be successful. Start there. Get some traction. And stop spraying yourself and your energy all over the place. As you start to gain traction, building your practice, even if it's incrementally, Take that risk, hire that person, but don't hire blindly. Hire with a very specific target in mind. Know that you're trying to 
bring in somebody that offsets maybe one of your weaknesses so that you round out your team's strengths so that you can use that person and leverage that person in your systems to maybe broaden your marketplace or improve your attraction or improve your conversion. Very good. Tell us more about uh, the remarkable practice. So the remarkable practice is our coaching and training company. People ask me all the time, what do you do? Are you a you practice manager? Are you a trainer? Are you a coach? What do you do? And my passion really is training. I love to train people. Uh, so I like to help chiropractors and chiropractic teams do better work. I like them to be a little bit better at a lot of things. So what we've done is we've created the remarkable practice. And the remarkable practice has three different ways to do business with us. The first is your traditional coaching model. Some doctors are looking for a relationship. They really want to have somebody who understands them. What are my challenges specifically? What are my strengths specifically? What am I trying to accomplish? What's my vision? What are my goals? And then that coach's job is to help you focus on, here's your pathway. These are the things that you need to do first. Here's what's going to get you from A to Z. And then identify what the priorities are. Put that against a timeline with you and then hold you accountable to that plan, right? That's what real coaching is. It's all about relationship and accountability. For others, they're looking for a very specific training program. And a training program, uh, what we did is we created the Remarkable Practice DC and CA Academies. So this is all of our content, attraction, conversion, retention, and team building, committed to a video training program. So it's a very robust offering. It covers everything soup to nuts across all four of those domains. There's 104 video training modules for DCs and 76 for CAs specifically. A lot of doctors will use these to train their associate doctors, train themselves, or, or put their CAs right in front of the videos, and, and we train their uh, CAs for them. And the third way we work with people is through our consulting services. So as a systems guy, I get brought into some of the best organizations in chiropractic and help this organization get their acts together as far as their attraction, conversion, retention systems, as well as their team building resources. Give us an example of some systems. Like There's probably some certain things that you see all the time that a lot of docs are dropping the ball that you help with. Can you give us an example of something? Absolutely. So um, let's take retention because that seems to be sort of like the nebulous one for people. Sure. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I understand marketing and systems around that. I understand conversion. I know my day one, too. But then most people have so many holes in the bucket that they, the people are just falling out the sides. And, you know, their new patients are more like replacements for just trying to replace people that have dropped out of care. So uh, that can be um, very disheartening and frustrating for chiropractors because they're three steps forward, two steps back, or sometimes three steps back. So, you know, we've, we have, we have created a system that helps you create automaticity around your retention systems. You heard me say that your retention is a reflection of your clarity. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to create clarity for the patients around the benefit of continued chiropractic care, right? So everything that we do in the retention category is about creating greater clarity around continued chiropractic care. Well, we looked at our systems and said, you know, we see about a, a PVA, a patient visit average of about 350 in our clinic. So the average chiropractor right now is seeing somewhere between 12 and 18. Right. So we're doing something different, you know, between 12 and 18 and 350. The average person stays 350 visits through their lifetime. That's, that's remarkable, right? So we recognized straight away, hey, we're retention experts here. So we're doing something right. So we studied our systems and said, why are people sticking around? And what I did was I said, well, where in our system are we creating value and clarity around the value of continued care around retention? 
And we've identified these, what we call the big seven. Okay, there's seven things that are mechanisms that live in our patient process that we use to deliberately create retention for our patients, okay? And creating clarity specifically for retention. And these big seven become pitfalls if they're missing in your system, in your practice. So if you do not do these things, this is where people are dropping out of care. And the big seven themselves have to be baked into your systems. It can't be something that you have to remember to do and be like, oh yeah, did we remember to do that with Billy? I mean, it has to literally be part of the DNA of your patient process. So these big seven, and you can you can create a list and check yourself against these things. Um, obviously, we don't have the, it's outside of the scope to try to unpack all of these, but the essence of these big seven are, the first one is product confusion. So what we see is doctors get patients started and patients start for the wrong reasons, right? So you're buying, excuse me, you're selling one thing and they're buying another. Right? So they start with, it's a weak start from the beginning. The second mechanism that we use to create greater clarity for the patients around the benefit of continued care is table talk. Having a very specific and deliberate patient education system in place during the first three, four months of care to make sure that they fully understand the value of continued care. That's table talk or continuing education. Number three is the workshop and the power of the new patient orientation. And that new patient orientation has to accomplish several things, but one of the things that they absolutely have to accomplish in that workshop, on the other side of the paradigm breakthrough and equipping people on how to get better results faster and recruiting them into the mission, is you gotta help them understand the value for continued care. And then the fourth piece is progress exam, progress report feedback loops. So many doctors just omit the progress exam, progress report, or if they're doing them, they're not doing them right, okay? And a big part of the progress report is to create clarity and build value for continued care. The fifth one is flow issues. Many doctors see their patients dropping out of care because they've got flow issues in their practice. In other words, it's clunky. They're making it too hard to be the patient in the office, right, in their office. Whether their location's off, or their hours are off, or their table time is too long, the wait time's too much, the team's terrible at the front desk, or on the phone, et cetera. There's some flow issue that's cutting, that's creating resistance and more of that friction that robs that horsepower out of the engine. The sixth one is expectations and agreements, is not establishing transparent, honest expectations and, uh, and agreements on the front end of this relationship. I'm sure like you, Billy, I'm only interested in high quality, long-term relationships at this point in our lives, right? The same thing is true in the practice, whether you're talking about hiring a new CA or an associate doctor or a vendor or starting a, a relationship with a patient, you should always start with good expectations and agreements. And that needs to be all front end loaded, right? And you need to manage their expectations and agreements all the way through. The seventh one is more of an overriding narrative, and that's the value economy. And just recognizing that every human being is an economist. Everybody that you take care of, they have four limited resources, time, energy, focus, and money. And we're asking them to give us all four of those things to get the results that they're looking for in our practice. So we've got to constantly be creating value for the continued car or the benefit of continued chiropractic care because they've got the scales going in their head at all times, you know, and that stuff on the left hand side is heavy. Did you get attacked by that cat? I use these. Oh, there you go. I love that. In teaching. Uh, I was sales manager for a long time for a company, and I've used this example on my podcast. But this is what I would tell, you know, uh, I ordered these just for a teaching tool. 
You know, whenever somebody's saying no or they can't afford it, all they're saying is their money weighs more than whatever value you've portrayed. That's exactly right. That's it. That's, and that's so, exactly. so the more you can do to create value, 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 value to where there's so much value here, it outweighs their money. It's, that's exactly right. The sale's been made, if you can, you know, say that. So that's exactly right. And you can, and you must, and it has to be automatic and it has to be proactive and it has to be deliberate. It has to be on the front end. It can't be a reaction. You can't be reacting to that. And you have, you also have to recognize that it's not just money, but it's time, energy, and focus. And frankly, there's a lot of people you take care of or that you know, doctor, that they've got more money than they have time. You know, so that money might not be the issue. You know, so you've got to make sure that you are constantly building value so that, you know, they recognize the fact that you're, you're respecting their time, their energy, their focus, and their money. And you have to address all four of those limited resources throughout your process so they recognize that. Yeah, that's great stuff. So how can people or how can some of the docs listening find out more about you and what you have going on? Oh, yeah. So if there's anything that I'm saying that's resonating with you and you feel like you need help with your systems, getting your attraction systems right or your conversion systems right so you can convert more of these potential new patients into great patients, well, you want to just get better at retention so you can retain some of these ideal patients and, and build a practice just by simply collecting ideal patients. Uh, or maybe it's your team. Your team's sideways. and You need to surround yourself with the right people so that you can delegate to these people, delegate these systems and train your people, I'd love to be able to help you with that. So um, you can reach me at theremarkablepractice.com. You can find us there, theremarkablepractice.com. Uh, or if you want to reach out to me individually and you'd like to connect with me and get on the horn with me, I'll give you my, um, my assistant's email. It's nina at theremarkablepractice.com. So nina, N-I-N-A, at theremarkablepractice.com. And let her know that you'd love to connect with me and get on the horn with me. Uh, she is phenomenal and just tell her that you're coming from Cairo Candy uh, and she'll know what that means. I'll give her the heads up and uh, I'd love to connect. With you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's perfect. Uh, there was something else I was getting ready to say. Oh, I'll put links in the show notes to, perfect. to these episodes or if, on the episode links to these resources. So yeah, we um, love that. We love yeah. that. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, if you're going to send out um, links like that, I, I can get with um, with my operations person and see if we can put together a free gift for your listeners as well. Oh, sounds great. Dr. Stephen Franzen, thank you so much for taking the time today uh, and sharing your uh, all your, your knowledge and wisdom with us. Hey, Billy, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for all you're doing. My all purpose right. is to help chiropractors do a better job serving theirs, so I appreciate you creating this platform so I can serve my purpose. Appreciate you, brother. And happy chiropractic's birthday. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find the show notes to everything we talked about uh, on this episode at chirocandy.com forward slash zero eight one. It's going to get you the link to the remarkable practice, which is pretty simple. It's just the remarkable practice.com. And the, email for his assistant if you'd like to get on the phone with Dr. Steven and uh, let's see what else oh there's also the link to the ultimate Facebook marketing training uh, that webinar that we've done it's really really good and I'm not just saying that because I did it okay maybe I am but I'm telling you there's a lot of great information on there uh, I highly recommend going through it um, 
if you plan on doing any type of Facebook marketing, whether you're wanting new patients, reactivations, uh, if you're wanting to fill um, your talks, your uh, workshops, um, you know, just getting new patients for certain conditions, whatever it is, we cover a lot of uh, in-depth material in the Facebook training. So make sure you sign up for that over at chirocandy.com uh, forward slash zero eight one. And that's it. And we will see you next week on another episode of Chiro Candy. See you.